0: Well, happy Mother's Day to all of you. I'm Tiffany Harris, if you didn't already know that. Um, But I did want to take a moment to say happy Mother's Day. I'd like to say happy Mother's Day to my own mom, um, who is actually at her church speaking this morning. Uh, My parents have been pastoring for 40 years, and so I have a great example, and I am so appreciative of her. Um, I'm also very thankful for my birth mother, who gave the gift of motherhood um, to my mom. And I'd also like to recognize my mother-in-law and other dear women that have been in my life and made a difference. And to all you women, and I have to even say to you men who might be missing your own mom, that whatever your story, whatever this day holds for you, happy or hard, you are seen and you are precious and you are valuable, and we honor all of you today. And I want to thank my kids. Are here there's one of them that is helping um watch some of your kids today, and but I'm so thankful for all my amazing kids, and I want to say um also I have an added bonus, and I want to just speak to Ricardo that I am so happy that you are my son-in-law. So anyway, I'm so happy to have them all home today. So thankful. So today I'm going to be talking about patience. I feel like I'm super loud, so I don't I don't know if y'all are hearing me. I'm not shouting, I promise, <laughs> but maybe you really need to hear this. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm the only one in here um, that sometimes really is thinking that that fruit is either not available or it's really, really looking not like it's very healthy. <laughs> and if I am the only one, then this sermon is just for myself. But if you happen to be in that boat, you might just listen in too. Um, but let's, before we dive in, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this time. I thank you for everyone that's here and everyone that might be listening. Father, I pray that you would um, convey your heart to all of us through these words. I pray that you're honored and we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So I have to say that it is absolutely true that anytime I'm going to talk on any subject, Um, that I get to be refined in it Um, and so even as I was trying to type the words and print the papers all week long my computer was giving me that spinny wheel of frustration and it shut down at one point and it wouldn't load at one point and and that's just a very small example but you know we get to we get to work through those things and I just kept remembering, I am speaking on patience here, so I probably shouldn't break the computer or shout or all of those other things. So anyway, um, I do want to, I really I, I hope y'all have an appreciation for a good meme, I know I do. And so I would like to start off by sharing a few that I found on the topic of patience. So we'll take a look at that, that first meme that we might have here. Lord, please give me patience. Because if you give me strength, I'll need bell money too. Anyone ever felt like that? Number two, patience and wisdom. And if you can't tell, that is a skunk eating the food, and the dog is having great patience, and he's a very smart dog. I mean, number three, I wish I could lose weight as easily as I lose my patience. Number four. They tested my patience. I am negative. <laughs> me when I'm driving. When I, when my mom and I were talking about me um, speaking today, she said she said something about, "Are you going to tell them about how you are when you drive?" <laughs> so I've come clean. I'm I'm not very patient, but don't ask my kids. All right. Um, number five. Me trying to find my patience. <laughs> and. The last one, patience, which you have to have when there are too many witnesses. And that's just a gentle nod to all the true crime show fans, comrades, and also to all of us moms, because we do have lots of witnesses watching us at home. So, which, yeah. But in all seriousness, and as I was really, you know, obviously super considering the topic of patience in the last few weeks, knowing that I was going to be speaking on it, I really saw how patience and waiting obviously go hand in hand, and we spend a lot of our, our life waiting on different things. And I'd, I'd like to just offer up a few examples. Waiting in traffic. I already mentioned that one. Waiting on the computer to load. Waiting on the laundry. Waiting on the job offer. The doctor to call back. The friend to decide to follow Jesus the loved one to get help, the prodigal to return, even a mother laboring to birth a child. I could give so many more examples, and you've probably thought of several yourself, but this is what I know. From sun up to sun down, we are given so many opportunities to practice patience, to grow the fruit of patience. Patience is it has a lot to do with how we wait and how we respond. Patience is not about how long you can wait, but how well you behave while waiting. So let's look at the fruit of the Spirit. Let's look at Galatians 5.22a. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. And I do believe, as, I, you know, as we all have kind of looked at that list and we all know that verse that the fruit is listed in a specific order and that all the fruits kind of develop from one another. And so we are um, going to just really focus on only patients today because we've covered love, joy, and peace. Adam's done a great job opening that up and um, he's given some good reflection, you know, some thoughts to reflect on um, as he's spoken about those. So I really like words and I like to know what words mean because it kind of just helps me visualize more like what, you know, what, it, what it is and what I need to be doing and, and that kind of thing. So we're gonna define patience. And I wanted to start with the um, Greek word in the New Testament is called macrothumia. And it means forbearance, long suffering, and patience. Those are all kind of interchangeable. Macro means long and thumos means temper. In the New Testament, it's used about 25 times, and it means taking a long time to boil. And in the last year and a half, um, I had read a scripture, and I, I mean, I've read it before, but in the last year and a half, Second Peter 3.9 has really just um, blessed me um, as I've read it, as I've thought about it. It says, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. The Lord has been patient with me, and I'm very thankful for that. I pray that you have experienced the patience of the Lord in your own life, but I love to see that God's time is not our timeline, and that He is patient with us. He's patient with everyone, but His ultimate goal in patience is our salvation. And that just that just helped my perspective on that. And then in the Old Testament... Um, the Hebrew word for patience is a or Eric. I'm not exactly sure how you would say it. And I didn't take the time to listen to see how you would say it, but it means it's uh, slow to anger. That word appears in the old Testament about 15 times and it is interchanged with the long suffering patience, or mostly slow to anger. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. That's Psalm 103, 8 through 9. And so, I also like a good old-fashioned Webster's Dictionary um, definition. And so, the, the definition of patience is the capacity or the habit or the fact of being patient. And to just take it a little further, I was like, okay, so what does patient mean? Patience and patient. Bearing pains or trials calmly or without complaint. So if you put those two together, it is the capacity, habit, or fact of bearing pains or trials calmly or without complaint. So just let that soak in for a minute. Okay. So what I want to do now is I want to kind of look at patience, and I want to to take a look at what patience is not. And then we're going to take a look at what patience is. First, I want to say... Patience is not apathy or surrender, okay? When you think of patience, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that we're disconnect like when you're thinking about being patient about something. It doesn't mean that we are disconnecting from our feelings or emotions, and it doesn't mean we're waving the white flag of surrender, okay? Really, the opposite is true. If you think about patience and waiting and maybe how you feel patience is while you're waiting, you're very emotional usually about something um, that you're waiting for, whatever it might be, good or, or bad. Um, so it's definitely, you know, not apathetic. Patience is not having an apathetic or surrendery type approach. Um, another point is patience is not static. It doesn't um, represent inaction or doing nothing. So don't look at patience as, you know, like being weak in that, you know, you're doing nothing, you're just sitting there and it's not important. And the last thing is, patience is not impossible, and the enemy would really like us to believe that it's impossible. And I know at times I feel like I have zero patience, that it is impossible, but I want to remind you today, all of you, that patience is not impossible. Okay, so now let's go ahead and now that we've kind of looked at what patience isn't, let's take a look and break it down a little bit and see some things that patience is and and walk through scripture a little bit that we can apply to our own life, learning as we're learning about the fruit of patience, okay? Patience is important in every season, and we read in James 5, 7 through 8, be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. James 5, 7 through 8. It's easier to wait patient when the early rain comes because it's quick, you know, but sometimes it's when we're waiting for that late rain to come too, but... We see that patience is important in every season. Every single one of us in here are in a season, different from each other. Some might be the same, but whatever season you're in right now, whatever the season you've experienced, the seasons you've experienced throughout your life, I would guess that you've needed a measure of patience, parents of young children, parents of teenagers. Um, When you're waiting for that, Job change, when you're waiting for that traffic light to change, when, you know, just different situations and circumstances and seasons. We have to remember that patience is important in every season. Another thing patience is, patience is a posture of the heart. Psalm 37.7 says, rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Another translation, maybe a little more familiar with, is be still before the Lord. And so we see that it's a posture of our heart. There's something that God is wanting us to do as we are waiting patiently for him. It's like preparing the soil for the seeds of patience to grow, getting ourselves ready. So I want to encourage you that patience is a posture of the heart. Another point is patience is based on the long view. I think we can all kind of agree on that one. It's not thwarted by the immediate, but it is sustained by the eventual. And the verse that came to mind as soon as um, I was you know, thinking about all this was, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, Hebrews 11.1. 1. And I have to ask, what fruit do we need while we have faith? The faith and the hope of the thing that we're waiting for. We need patience, and many times, God's timing, as we kind of read about already in Second Peter, His timing is not our timing, and um, but patience is based on that long view. Okay. Another point is patience is a wise response. Proverbs one, uh, sorry, Proverbs nineteen eleven says, "Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense." And I have to say, um, Adam is really good at this. He's a super patient person, and I have learned a lot from him through the years on this. And I, and just knowing the Lord and walking with the Lord. I have found, and seeing Adam's example, I have found that when I give time and space and prayer over a situation, I am more likely to answer wisely than answer with a wisecrack. You know, I'd, I'd like to be on the receiving end of wisdom and patience, and I would also like to be patient, you know, in my response whether it's to a person, or a situation, or whatever, that um, patience is a wise response. It says, good sense makes one slow to anger. Okay, and then lastly in my points of patience is, patience is a calm response. A hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. Proverbs fifteen eighteen, And I have to say, I don't, I don't know about you, but I know that I wanna be on the receiving end of a calm response. So that means I need to sow the seeds of patience and calm. And, you know, and I wanna be on the receiving end of the, the you know, wise, the wise response as well, and not the wise crack. Um, but th- those are a few of the things that I really feel like in looking at patience that, that we could just kind of take it and just kind of gives us a better picture of patience. Okay, so much of the fruit of the spirit has to do with our um, reactions to people, our reactions to people and our circumstances in life. The fruit helps us choose what to do when situations or people seem not to be moving as quickly or acting as we would like them to. When we are patient, we're not quick to retaliate. Patience is self-restraint in the face of provocation. It doesn't quickly punish but thinks before it responds and then it may not even respond but if it chooses to respond, it responds appropriately. People who have learned to let this fruit grow are able to hang in there to not surrender to circumstances or give up when going through trials. So I just want to encourage you with that. And then I saw this really great quote by Dr. Greg Jantz. Patience does not give you the power over circumstances. Patience allows you to control yourself in the midst of circumstances. It is in learning, in the mundane dailiness of life, that we will start to grow and bear the fruit of patience in the bigger and more important and even eternal matters at hand. And so I want you to remember this. When you're faced with a situation requiring patience, that you are having a PGE, a patience growing experience. So everyone can write PGE if you need to put tape sticking out in your car, on your mirror, on your refrigerator, like tattoo it on your hand. All day, every day, patience growing experience. And you don't have to dread You can embrace it, okay? We all need to embrace it. And I want to kind of look at the benefits of choosing patience when we're having these PGEs, okay? When we choose to not take up the works of the flesh, when we are going to choose the fruit of the Spirit, I really see that, one, patience can make the waiting holy. I don't know about you, but I have experienced times when there have been big things that I've needed to be patient about, and I've really invited the Lord in to speak to my heart. I've gotten more into his word, and that the waiting is holy. I can think of examples in scripture as well, where we see waiting periods as being holy. And so I just want to encourage you that when you are going for that fruit of patience, the patient, the waiting can be made holy as you're you know, exercising that fruit. Another thing is, patience can change our perspective. And again, I referenced Second Peter three nine in that God's timing is not ours. God is not slow as we might count slow, like "come on, hurry up," you know. Um, but that I think patience really can help us if we allow it to can change our perspective in the waiting. We can see the bigger picture and understand kind of where we fit or how this, you know, how God is at work or we remember our last PGE and we bring it into our, you know, current PGE and it helps and it helps our perspective about whatever it is we're waiting on and needing patience about. And last, uh, there's other benefits, but the last point that I'm going to make about it is patience can make us stronger, okay? We've all heard of the superfoods, all the, who I mean, I'm sure it changes every day, but There's the superfood you eat, and it just makes your body all healthy and strong. Well, we can look at the fruits of the spirit like superfruits. So if you're going to choose the superfruit of patience, you're going to get spiritually stronger, okay? But, and it's not in ourself, it is by his spirit, and we do have a choice. And so I do pray that you're making that choice to get the fruit, you know, take that superfruit of patience. I do think it's safe to say that we all need patience, all. That we all need patience. And we all need to extend patience to everyone, okay? We don't extend patience based on if someone deserves it or to only those we really like or to family members and loved ones out of obligation. We need to give patience freely to those that know Christ, Because they're imperfect humans and at some point they're gonna mess up those that don't know Christ because they need to be led to salvation to those we love and care about because we need to set a good example okay and I want to remind you to be patient with yourself sometimes we're not that self-talk comes in and the lies of the enemy but we you need to be patient not apathetic as we talked about not static But patient as you learn about God, more about God, and who he is and what he says about you. Sowing the seed of the fruit of patience leads to reaping a bountiful harvest of patience. And I do want to remind you that patience is not impossible. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When you're having a patience growing experience, you can do all things. You can choose that super fruit of patience. May you embrace the patience-growing experiences in your life today. And I'm sure we're all going to have one today, at least one. (laughs) May you embrace it by God's Spirit. And by God's Spirit, may you abundantly produce the fruit of patience. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you again for this day. I pray, Father, that you would help us to choose Patience, patience with ourself, patience with others, patience while we wait for you to move in situations and circumstances and people. Lord, we trust you and we thank you today for all of your blessings and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Thank you. And all this time, I thought PGE was just a nickname my mom called me. Thank you, Tiffany. That was very good. Uh, As you go forth from here today, I hope that you will remember how. Patient that the Lord has been with us in the midst of our failures, in the midst of us, God, I'm going to do good this time. And we find ourselves in the same loop over and over again, as Paul says, the sin that so easily entangles us. Let's go forth from here this week, remembering the good patience of the Lord. And I also want to encourage you, take some time today, whether it's your own mom or some of the other ladies in your life who have prayed for you, encouraged you, uh, whether they're somebody you're connected with or maybe you've lost touch with, but take some time, say some thank yous, give some hugs, um, and let's let people know that we truly appreciate them. We look forward to seeing you all next week. We do have family photos in the back. We'll stick around as long as uh, people want to have their picture taken. Thank you so much. God bless you all, and uh, we will see you all next week.